Good day, everybody. This is Imar Sopatu, the Sports Inquirer, and we're joined once again by Michelle Collier from Georgia Tech Volleyball. Uh, Michelle, the team is rolling once again. Another pair of sweeps over this past weekend uh, against Clemson and against Duke. Where is the team? Is this still, I won't say it's the best the team has played because I know you always want to improve, but <laughs> where is the team right now? Are they reaching those benchmarks and reaching those goals of where you want to see them at this stage of the season? Yeah, no, we're definitely uh, getting better. We're playing a lot more consistent. I think that we're, uh, there's a lot of areas in our game that are that are getting better uh, defensively, offensively. Uh, so it's just been a good uh, growth. And it's, you know, we're definitely uh, playing better than we were four weeks ago. So it's it's been nice to just see the continuous growth and, um, you know, still a point in the season where you want to, you don't want to be peaking yet. So you want to be playing some pretty good volleyball, but you still have a lot of room to, to grow and improve. And I think that that's what we're doing right now. You mentioned you're playing better than you did a few weeks ago. And that includes the, uh, that loss to Louisville and even the struggling against Notre Dame. What's changed from those two performances, those ACC losses to these past few matches that we've seen your team play so well? Yeah, no, I think we just, um, you know, our middles uh, have have done a great job lately of, of being a huge part of our offense, um, diversifying our offense a little bit, and that has, I think, made us even harder to defend um, by our opponents. And then I think on the defensive end, um, you know, we're just transitioning better for points. I think that before we were making a lot of digs. We were just turning those digs and, and slow downs into points. And I think that we're doing that at a higher rate right now. Um, you know, so Matt's doing a good job distributing the ball. I think that our serve receive and, and serving has settled. Um, and we have put some good performances there from the service line and from the serve receive line and, and it's just playing better overall. So I think every player has gotten better. Uh, they're in a better rhythm. Um, I think that they, they're playing with a lot more confidence and consistency. Uh, there's still a lot of room for improvement, but I think uh, much better than, than what we were doing, um, you know, even four weeks ago. So it was great. Were you seeing teams focus more on your outside with uh, Mario Rambilla and uh, Julia Bergman and really defending that and causing trouble there that re you're now relying on really more set and Kayla Kaiser, some of your other middles, even, you know, Aaron Moss at times to, because you just mentioned that they have to contribute more and they've been doing that. Have teams defended you just differently because of the production of Julia and, uh, and Mariana? Uh, no, I mean, I think every team is, is scouting to, to slow them down. Um, I don't know that anybody has really been able to stop them, but they have, uh, given them a hard time um, scoring, you know, and I think that we have um, as a team developed other ways for them to continue to score and as still um, create other situations where we can score with other people as well. Uh, so I think that those that has been a big part of our growth um, and just really proud of how we are developing that, you know, I think that teams are always going to scout against those two. Um, but now that we, we have other players who um, are being efficient and are scoring points. I think that it's going to be a little bit harder to just camp out on one player or on another player when you have two other ones that can be scoring at, at some point. So we, it just our offense just becomes a little more harder to to stop. 
Yeah, and then watching the, the Duke matchup on, on television, uh, Julia got off to a very solid start in the first set. And I don't even think Mari had, uh, Marion Brambilla had a kill or maybe only one in the first set. But then second set on the third set, she was really effective. Uh, just what's it like having those two offensive threats just on the outside that are not only ranking high in the conference, but even nationally? Uh, definitely, uh, you know, we're, we're privileged um, and we're lucky to have them, but I think that they have great people around them um, that have really helped them be their best. And so I think that, you know, they're good for our team, but our team has also been great for them and uh, really raised the level of their play um, and the things that they're doing. So uh, it, it's it's obviously nice to have, you know, players that are scoring four plus kills per set. Um but we know that that kind of offense can only go so far, you know, so we really need to have a balanced offense to have players scoring from all points of the court in every phase of the game. Um, and I think that we're continuing to develop our offense into that. Um, but, you, you know, Mari and Julia have been consistent. Um, but I think a lot of that is it's, uh, you know, it's it's because of the people that they have around them as well. And you go back on the road this weekend at Syracuse and Boston College. The team is undefeated so far in true road contest and undefeated in ACC play away from uh, from the flats. Uh, what has the team just done well on the road? And I mean, we may have mentioned this in the past interview, but we've spoken in the past and the team has dropped these contests in the every team is competitive, but you look on paper and uh, George Tech's been a favorite going to these matchups and have dropped them in past seasons, but you have not done that yet this year. Uh, what's just been the difference from these previous years to now being able to win these type of contests? Yeah, um, I mean, I think experience plays a big part in it. I think that we have an older group, um, you know, full of upperclassmen who understand what it's like being on the road and what kind of demeanor uh, you have to approach those situations and how do you help yourself to be better prepared in those situations. Um, but we really worked really hard with our team on just trying to develop an identity of playing the game and at any time, anywhere against anybody, you know, practice, championship matches, away, home. Um, that is something that we emphasize on how we want to be playing the game, uh, what kind of intensity, what kind of focus we want, we want to bring, even if it's just a practice or a practice before a match or, you know, we're playing at home, we're playing away. And I think that we're really bought into that and we're trying to be a consistent team. And I think that that has been one of the things that has really helped us perform on the road is just that we're really focusing on ourselves and controlling the things on our side so that we can be the best team. But we're also just trying to play volleyball the way that we play volleyball every day, you know, so we're really trying to stay consistent in that. And that has helped us really just go out there and compete. Yeah. And you face Syracuse on October 22nd, very efficient offense for the orange. You're third in the conference and hitting percentage, fourth in kills have two players who rank very high in kills and points per set. Uh, what about defending that type of a team that, you know, is a very aggressive, but hits for a high percentage. Yeah, I know Syracuse has always been a, a great team. Um, they have some good players around them. You, you know, they have experienced players. I think they play. They're very hard to scout because they play 
different positions. They're always like I was looking at the, their past four matches and they have a different lineup, you know, every other set. And so you're really trying to uh, you have to study a lot of a lot more things than maybe you would normally have to do, um, you know, and, and I think that their players are, you know, when they're on, they're really, they can compete with anybody in the country. They played Louisville and they had a few set points in every one of those sets and, and really um, took them to extra points, you know, and played them really well. Uh, and then they didn't compete so well this weekend. So you really, um, I'm sure that they're trying to find their consistency and their best lineup and really trying to figure out what they can do. Um, but as always, we expect the best from our opponents and we're going to prepare for, a really great team and uh you know we're we're gonna do our part here to be better as well than we were last week and, and just kind of keep keep getting better so uh going to be a big challenge for us for sure hey, you mentioned Syracuse they play different players and different rotations I can right now probably named as eight players that are going to play in these matches your rotation has gotten a very tight over the past few matches uh, is that intentional or is do you or just do injuries, maybe some other factors you've only been able to go with really a small group of players. Even I saw Duke, they may have played everyone on their roster possible. I mean, there are different situations winning and losing in a match, but it's a pretty tight rotation that you're going with right now. Is there potential to see some other players get in there or do you just want to keep that continuity with these? six, seven, eight players and, and keep it going. Um, we will win matches, um, you know, and it, it, and if for us, we have 18 players who are very capable of being on the court. Um, we always talk about, we know how we, how we start matches. We don't know how do we finish matches. Uh, don't feel like in these last matches, we have had the need to, to make changes. Players were executing. Uh, we are in good chemistry and good flow. And so, it, you will, you know, that wasn't any need for change, but we know that we, we trust our players. We know what they're capable of doing and, and we don't hesitate to make changes if we need to. Uh, so I think that that's just how the games went and that's what happened. But, you know, everybody needs to be ready to play. Speaking of trusting players, we spoke with Kayla Kaiser earlier today. The interview will be up on our site uh, as well. She's very active on social media and has used this new image I got to get it right. Name, image, likeness, NIL. Uh, I to, yeah, I do it too. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's a new endeavor for college athletics. And she's very active out there, has promoted some, uh, some products and uh, things like that. Uh, how have you helped the athletes with that new situation with the NILs and helping them transition into this new era of college athletics? Yeah, I mean, I haven't been too hands-on on that stuff. I know our athletic department has done a good job of um, educating them, informing them with, you know, things that they need to do, creating some processes in place to make sure that we protect their eligibility and the things that they need to know with the NIL. Um, you know, but I think it's been great. It's been great, especially for female athletes. I mean, you look at a lot of the research out there and they're saying that it's impacting the female athletes are actually benefiting more than even uh, the male athletes are from from this. And so I think it's great. I think that this women are a great role models. They're they're doing something pretty special. Um, and I think that they, you know, they need to be valued. And it's great that there is a an outlet out there um, to continue to value their brand. You know, it, it's what they're doing. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, and I think that they can be role models for a lot of 
a lot of young women out there. Uh, so I think that the platform is great. I think that the initiative is great. Um, you know, I think for us, what we can do is continue to develop them as people um, and develop them as players and help them enhance their brand and value their brand and, and hopefully, you know, help them generate even more uh, revenue from that. But, um, but, you know, on our side, our focus is team oriented and we're, we're trying to get our team to, to play matches. And, you, you know, we feel like that's how we can do the best service for our players is to really be the best that we can for them. So they continue to grow um, as people, as an athletes. And uh, I'm just happy that this is being impactful. And, you know, I think that young women are getting an opportunity to, to show their brand out there. And I think they're great role models. So I think that it's all uh, very positive. Yeah, and we've spoken in the past with your athletes. We spoke with Erin uh, Moss earlier in the season, and she, she's her, she uses her social media as well. Uh, but as far as the, the young women attending the matches and uh, be taking pictures and, and everything like that, your team seems to be very proactive uh, in that regard. And you mentioned it with the, the role model aspect of it. Uh, How has the team kind of used these new endeavors to promote the team, but also, I guess, the, the sport of volleyball, not only within Atlanta, but, you know, throughout the state. Yeah, no, I think it's been great. I mean, social media has definitely grown over the years, um, even from when, you know, some of our players are freshmen to now when they're older, um, you, you know, all that stuff, it, it becomes a, it became bigger and bigger in recruiting and, and just showing it, talking about your culture, being able to showcase a little more of the behind the scenes, of the great things that they do on a daily basis, uh, you know, and I, and I think that, again, what they do is pretty special. Um, there is not very many young women out there who are going through the experiences they're going to being pushed outside their comfort zone and really uh, forced to grow in a very fast pace, um, you know, and this, this environment really helps them flourish that. And I think that this social media helped us show that to younger girls and then hopefully they're starting at a younger age to think about this thing, to think about being leaders, to think about, you know, being comfortable with who they are and what they're doing and, and loving something and going after uh, something. So I think that all these things are very positive and, and sports is a great avenue to teach all those lessons. Um, you know, and I think social media helps just kind of amplify, I think, the audience, um, you know, and it, it becomes bigger out there. So I think it's a it's a great thing. Yeah, and I've been to your matches in the past, and uh, there's just so many young young athletes, but specifically volleyball with the young women. And I see them from all around, all the different counties uh, coming together. What's that like for you? You're kind of the the center of the the volleyball the prep volleyball world in Georgia, especially yeah. in Metro Atlanta. And they come to your matches, and uh, it's a big event for them. Yeah, no, it's great. We like we like our matches to be a positive event for them. We, you know, we all had somebody that we look up to that we watch play and, and that kind of made the love for the game even bigger. And so I think that all these things, obviously, our girls are doing that very naturally. They're, they're doing what they do every day. I don't think that they they think any bigger than that. But but for the for the young women that are watching the matches, it's really cool to have, uh, you know, role models or have players that they want to look up to, learn from, um, you know, all this fun stuff. So it's great that we're, we're enhancing our brain. We grow in our exposure. 
Um, and we can see that we had all last four of our matches were sold out crowds, you know, and people are, are coming and they're enjoying what they're seeing and, and they're proud of what our girls are doing on and off the court and what our program is doing. So it's, um, it's really fun and reassuring and just uh, nice to have that kind of response from, from the community, uh, you know, and we, we definitely appreciate everybody that's coming and supporting us and uh, we're committed to keep getting better and continuing to, to put up a good product out there for people to look up to. Who are your role models? Who do you look up to when you're coming up <laughs> and playing? Oh, a lot of, you know, former players in Brazil. Um, Ana Moza was one of them. She was a, a really great player coming up, a good outside hitter. Um, but, you know, I, I think not only on the court, but my parents were somebody that was always, and I, I had to come here really young. You know, I, I came to the U.S. when I was 18 years old and I stayed until now. But, uh, you know, there are, there are great people out there that you look up to and you just want to be a little bit like it. <laughs> Do you have any people come to you as like, I want to be just like you coach and, and, and lead a volleyball team and everything like that? Or is it, they really more go to the players and, and I don't know. Go they go to the players are way more fun than me. Nobody wants to be like me. They, oh, they, want, no. they want to be like them. They're way more fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, well, thank you for your time. We, we always love speaking with you and uh, good luck against your, your trip to Syracuse. It's a, it's a, in Boston college, it's a long trip. So uh, safe travels. Thank you. Appreciate you. We'll see.